Hello, hello, hello. You're in tune the inaugural opening of CSR Radio, the Knowledge Stations, Solar RV Chat with TJ. How we doing out there? Hope we're having a good time tonight. I know I will. Well, let's start it out by saying uh, the opening concept of this show will be the nuances and the different styles of soul, and, and we'll chat and we'll sing about it. In the days to come, we will definitely have uh, several different regional-sounding songs of soul and R&B right here on CSR Radios, the Knowledge Station, the Soul R&B Chat. <laughs> I'm TJ. My co-host, Al, will be in shortly or when he's available. Uh, Al's been traveling, and he's been uh, out of the country and doing things, but he will be here. So definitely we'll be doing what we need to do. Um, just keep us tuned in and keep it coming, and we love you. And <laughs> That's sweet. Well, let's get it started. Oh, uh, let's talk about uh, soul music as opposed to, which is short for popular music, or race, which in the 40s and 30s, 40s and 50s was considered uh, black music or colored or Negro music. <laughs> or uh, in the 40s, or up through the 50s, most people considered standard songs, like the songs uh, Sammy Davis Jr. sang, Frank Sinatra. Uh, guys like that, uh, they consider what they sing to be standards or um, the rock and roll of it, uh, which is cool because those guys were great and I have nothing against that. But as music has evolved over the years, we, uh, we've we come to know it as, you know, uh, certain genres. And I think the record industry put music into certain categories or certain genres, if you uh, will, to uh, – to advance their pockets, let's say self gain, that's a you know business show. It's music business, so you know people are in it to make money. Don't get me wrong, but you know I think they divided up the different strains of music because musicians, I tell you, music is music. You know, being a, a host and a DJ for years, uh, to me it's all music. Is there may be different categories of it, but you know, like my musician friends say, music. And that's how, you know, it came to be. But then uh, through time, as we evolved supposedly to be smarter individuals, those unscrupulous beings, oops, <laughs> talked about how how um, music, it, it, how it's different kind earlier, you know, like uh, R&B, soul, boogie-woogie blues, all that stuff they put into different categories so they can make music. At one point, uh, soul music or iron music in the early days was not allowed to be played on white rock and roll stations, supposedly rock and roll or radio stations. So uh, they got the word out by viewing the Chitlin Circuit, uh, the old black network of nightclubs and, and concert halls and rehearsal halls that went through the South that were only for the the black singers at that time. Um, but, you know, then along comes Elvis in the 50s. Supposedly some of uh, my senior my senior announcers, DJs, music historians, there was a statement attributed to Sam Phillips of Sun Records in Memphis that Elvis was a white boy. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know what that is because uh, personally to me, Elvis doesn't sound, he sounds like Elvis. You know, I, there's no, to me, there's no sounding like, um, 
you know, what have you, black music. So uh, uh, Sam Phillips marketed him, but uh, then he got wise and put him in the RCA records where he made super huge money. And Elvis went on to make money, and they gave him the title King of Rock and Roll, which really we know he's not because the real true kings of rock and roll are Little Richard, Chuck Berry, cats like that who played that style of music. Uh, you know, so be it. I, uh, my personal opinions are no opinions and nobody else's. So uh, they they need to understand music is music. You know, there's no... Uh, there's no difference between reggae, you know. I mean, as far as the category and the people that play it, you know, people say, well, he's a reggae musician. No, he's not. <laughs> That's the way it works. Uh, Otis Wilson was a solo singer. You know, uh, uh, Al Wilson, Otis Redding, uh, James Brown, uh, he sings this style. It doesn't, they, they were musicians who saying a certain style of music, but they were musicians first. And that's what people really don't understand. You know, that's the whole deal. And I try to explain to people, look, you can't you can't put a label on the person, put a label on the music. So like in the seventies, when the band, the average white band came out, five white guys sing soul music. So, you know, that's what they they that was their Musical preference, that was their choice. They were great at it. Um, that's why when their albums came out, did not see their pictures on the cover because their record company was afraid that if they saw five white pictures on the album cover of the average white man, people wouldn't buy it. Or uh, other artists like Bobby Caldwell, you know, Dan Hartman, you know, uh, Bob Skaggs, you know, they, they just happened to sing a particular in a particular style or play music in a particular way that made people want to put it in the categories, made the business want to put it in the categories. And that's the business saying that. I just don't get it. To me, you call it the music business, then you want to subgroup it off and, and put it where where it's not going to be. So uh, I just, uh, you know, if we have anybody out there that uh, wants to call in, the number is 661 467 2407 661-72407 and press 1 please and thank you you're listening to the inaugural show of CSR Radio the knowledge station Soul R&B chat and Al is not in at the moment but he will be here when he's done with his many travels and what he's been off he's been on assignment so we will welcome him back uh, when he gets back in, in from assignment he will be here um, just uh, what what are your thoughts and opinions on the the categories of music consumption? If if you out there, just come on. The number is six six one four six seven twenty four zero seven, and press one to get in. CSR Radio, the now with the Soul R and B chat. We've got TJ here. I'm your host, and this is our inaugural show, and we're welcoming everybody. If you have an opinion, you want to express it. If you just want to listen, you can listen. That's fine, too. No big deal. I'm not going to force you to talk if you're a little shy. That's all right. It's all right to be a little shy. I don't care what people think. <laughs> you know, who cares what the people say? And you know how the song goes. Are you looking to dress to impress? Then Lansing's House of Style is you. 
located at 1122 West Holmes Road, Suite 7, in the Logan Square Shopping Center at MLK. Ask for Shotgun. And to receive a 10% discount, tell them you heard it on us. Well, thank you very much. We're having a good time tonight. You're talking about something that the big fella really loves. I'm TJ Jackson, your host. We're speaking on the music industry's pension for categorizing music and pigeonholed artists, uh, musicians in a certain category. So we'll expand on that as the show goes on the weeks to come. We will expand on that and we run discussing all the topics that are coming up. I love talking about music uh, every day. It's, it's all great. So how are you doing out there, Mike? I'm glad that you could. Uh, so we are doing all right. You're listening to CSR Radio. This is the Soul R&B Chat with your host, Timothy T.J. Jackson. I'll be here till 930, hopefully. <laughs> As my grandfather would say, Lord willing, in the creek don't rise. <laughs> Then you'll be up the creek without a paddle. <laughs> so our topic today is music business industry, the executive's pension for pigeonholing artists into a certain category of music. Let, uh, let's go further with that is, is that I still don't understand how they treat people the way they do in the music industry. It's like they chew them up and spit them out. And I don't even like that. You know, it's it's really, really, really something that that uh, I I I understand. You know, I do understand how how they do do it, and the reason why they do it because of the business side of the business, and it's for money. But and the, the contracts they sign these these artists to are like like almost like slavery. I mean, it's ridiculous and. How can you own a person's intellectual property in perpetuity? And how can you pay them a penny a point on a dollar when you get uh, the, the lion's share of the, and you're really not doing any of the work? I mean, they write the artists write the songs. The you know the artists produce the songs in the studio. They they play the music. I've yet to see. There's only been, I've never seen an executive. And there's very few of them, maybe Herb Alpert, uh, that play music, you know, that are artists. So that's probably why they don't understand. They just see the dollar signs in their eyes, and that's what they do. And I, I just, it's just heart wrenching. You know, it's a whole different ball game now. And now we have the independence where we don't even have to deal with that anymore. Almost, you know, like Master P, he. he he sold, you know, 500,000 copies of his own mixtape out of the trunk of his car. You know, so when he structured his deal with distribution from the radio company, he didn't have to. He told him, I don't need you. What do I need you for? You need me. So his deal is uh, etched in history, I guess you'd say, as groundbreaking, because the deal he signed with the record company to distribute was 80-20 his way. Is it eighty to twenty or seventy way? So and that's and that was unheard of at the time because artists don't uh, the record companies don't sign deals like that. So you know, hey, we know how it goes, and I tried to explain to people, you know, especially young artists that are, you know, I'm talking about young ones, young kids who 
aspire to be that. When I was a kid, I aspired to be a few things. I wanted to be a disc jockey like Wolfman Jack. And then as I got older, I wanted to be a Secret Service agent. <laughs> but uh, the disc jockey held the longest, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I uh, I just try to give them the route them to the right places so they're not screwed. Because, you know, you take a young artist, let's say, like, uh, if the Jackson 5 didn't have their dad and they had somebody else as their manager, and they – Signed a deal, you know. The the uh, Barry Gordy would own the five. So when they left uh, Motown in '75 or '76, right around there, um, he kept the name of Jackson Five. Changed to the Jacksons because Barry Gordy owned the name of Jackson Five. Even though Barry Gordy is not a Jackson, nor is he a five. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you tell me what's going on with that. I really don't know. You know, it's a whole different ballgame nowadays. And with the independence coming up and people having home studios and, you know, pressing their own their own music digitally, there's a, there's a niche market opening up to where artists can bypass all that uh, owning other, the, the record company owning your work, your intellectual property in perpetuity which is wrong because it's not your intellectual property. How can you own something that doesn't belong to you that somebody else wrote of their own, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, woke up in the middle of the night and wrote down this concept for a song? You know, that was the, that's the artist. That's not the music executive. You know, I understand that the, 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 the music companies are in it to make money, no doubt about it. I don't know. But there is a way to treat the world. And we're taught that growing up where the common courtesies and manners. It don't cost nothing to be polite. It don't cost nothing to be fair. All you have to do is sign a fair deal, give these artists their just due, and call it a day. That's it. That's how I feel. So if anybody else, you know, if you have different uh, opinion on that, feel free to call this whole R&B chat on the CSR Radio's Mallet Stadium. The phone number is 661. Four six seven two four zero seven six six one four zero seven and press one to get in. Yeah. Ooh, we are having oh, I'm feeling good today. We have on topic on point. We have it where we want it. It's all great. We'll be right back right after this. From author Dr. Denise Gotadis comes a self-help guide that will give you valuable information about the world around you in ways never imagined. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. Available on Amazon. In this must-read book, you will learn about your importance in the world and the metaphysical universe around you. You will be introduced to the Metaphysical God who has a relationship with you and those around you. Whether you are aware of this or not, you come into contact with Him daily. He is omnipresent metaphysically. He is in and outside of his creation. And what does a metaphysical God have to do with you and the creation around you? You are a very big piece of a huge puzzle. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creator from author Dr. Denise Gotadis is available on Amazon. Order your copy right now. And we are back. Caller, who are you and where are you calling from? Oh, I guess they hung up on me. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess that's the way it's going to be now. <laughs> Maybe they got a little shy and didn't want to talk. I understand that. You know, we know how that goes. But you're back. 
This is CSI Radio's Knowledge Station, and it's the Soul R&B Chat. And I'm your host, Timothy T.J. Jackson, right here, sitting here, talking. Uh, today, the inaugural show, Music, the Foundation of Soul and R&B and the Industry. And uh, I'm here to say I'm an open book, and let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, having a good time, man, having a real good time. So uh, if there's anybody out there that has an opinion and wants to talk, the phone number is 661-467, and press 1, 661-467, and press 1 to get in. Once again, welcome to the Noah R&B Chat with your host, TJ. We're here. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things. We're going to be talking. We'll get started with uh we can talk about the independents, you know, having a good time with them. Uh, I'm glad, you know, and like anything you do, is it's a struggle. And uh, uh, more established artists who have come out of that that genre of the the, the record companies owning your, your intellectual property in perpetuity, and now a lot of them are going independent themselves or forming their own record companies, uh, and uh, they form production companies. And producing their own music and distributing it themselves, so I, I commend them on that because it's a tough road. It's very tough, and uh, you, you know you have to keep keep on top of everything. You have to keep on top of it. Uh, coming up, we'll hear from. As a matter of fact, let's listen to one right now. This song's called "Rules to the World." <laughs> Now they use technology to do the things they can't do. Every day I wake up, I pray I 
I don't get killed for a color that God says pictures image in the mirror. Should you put your head down, turn your cheek and keep it moving? Raise your head high. Play the win. They love to see you losing. You can make it without turning your back on you. That's where it all starts. And that's the honest truth. These are the rules to the world. For the women, they are this. Remain a virgin. It ain't worth it. That lust is a risk. Love yourself. Trust the most high. Educate your spirit. Not the angry black woman. Just a queen about a business. These are rules to the world. For the men, they are this. Do the knowledge. Stay solid. Forgive. Don't forget. Protect the women. Raise your voice to men. The law gives you these tips. Keep your head up, young king. It's a reason you exist. These are the rules to the world. Radio, the Knowledge Station. You're on the Soul R&B track with T.J. Jackson, and I believe we have a caller. And uh, let's see here, caller, who are you, and where are you from? Go ahead. Hello. Well, today is the night here on CSI Radio, the Knowledge Station, and we're worldwide. And I hope everybody's listening. And if you have any opinions on the business, you bring it in. I don't like the way, personally, I get a little excited because I don't like the way the eyes, and I don't like the hidden things uh, that they hide in the contracts and them owning uh, their intellectual property in perpetuity. But the independents are making a hard charge, and we're, we, I mean, we're there out there, and they're, uh, they're doing something. And, hey, everybody's got to make a living somehow, and I understand that. But you don't have to make a living at the cost of somebody else's artistic uh, endeavors and their intellectual property. So we're going to listen to another song by Ty. The song is entitled, You Should Ask. Yeah. When you want to know something about me, come to me. I can tell you better than anyone else. When you listen to something that someone else says, it's never the truth. It's always a rumor or a gossip. You want to know the real? Come to the source. And you should ask. I see what I'm doing, it bothers your existence, it costs nothing, pay attention to your own business, I guess I entertain your unwanted obsession, fatal attraction, never falls under affection, secretly you despise the Lord for creating me, you pray that one day he takes the life that was gave to me, it's my fault, your ambition is null and void, the failures that you had never came by my choice, I support and motivate, you get lost, I show the way, when your family checks for you, I let them know you're safe, you fell off, I put you on, I will with you right or wrong, I umbrella through the rain so you can survive the storm, you can't do it on your own, everything was made available for you to succeed, the things you need were always gave to you, you tongue kiss a cobra, kill me wearing a mask, feeling pleasure from my pain when all you had to do was ask, you shit ass, before that gossip gets you touched, you shit ass, why is it you need to know so much, you shit ask, I can tell you better than the rumor, you should ask, speculations deadly with my shooter, you should ask, the backbiting brings your demise, you should ask. Nothing good ever comes from a lie, you should ask It may be the only way you survive, you should ask Before you come running up on time, you pull me over Those lights flash off my flesh, I'm legit There's no way I should face an arrest You ask me for my license and registration But your 
hand on the gun causes hesitation. You tell me hands on the wheel, so I comply. But your intentions are different. I can see it in your eyes. Your voice is condescending. Your actions are aggressive. I have the feeling it's me that you won't let live. You snatch me from the car, then the struggle ensues. You can't overpower me. I won't be subdued. You reach for your taser. I grab you in defense. I beg for you to chill. You become more intense. You punch me in the face, and now I have to react. Forget trying to run just to be shot in the back. Now I become the aggressor, hit you once and you're out. I push you to the ground, then I stump you in the mouth. Take your gun out the holster, then I remove the clip. Pop the bullet out the chamber, toss them both, then I dip. I won't be Patrick and everyone before him. The ancestors start calling, you know I won't ignore them. I'd rather be alive and see my day in court. There will never be reform on any police force. You wonder why I do it, it's really simple math. The reasons I resist are the questions you should ask. ask. Why you hate my color so much, you should ask. Why is it you want to kill us, you should ask. When is enough enough, you should ask. Is it you that I'm supposed to trust? And we are back on CSI Radio's Knowledge Station. Yes, the Soul R&B Chat is your inaugural show. Your host, I'm TJ Jackson. That was the sound of Tyler Rappers, Michigan, called You Should Ask. We heard another one from him uh, called uh, Ride, Ride the Wave. Yeah, good songs, good artists. And we're talking about, um, <laughs> you have to excuse me, <laughs> heard a lot of football. Man. Uh, yes, I want to, uh, oh, everybody. Let's take a turn and wish in my wonderful son-in-law, my favorite son-in-law, Mr. Augustine Martinez, a happy 45th birthday. Happy birthday, Augie. <laughs> Today's topic is uh, the the way the music industry treats the artists and the contracts they sign uh, that say you are, you are, you know, when they sign the contract, uh, they own your intellectual property in perpetuity. And that's the, the basis of what I'm discussing today. And also we're talking about pendants are up and coming. So let's uh, let's keep going with that. And if there's any callers out there, all right. So uh, we do have someone on the line. And if you're there, caller, it's CRS Radio. Let's see. Hello, caller, are you there? I guess they I guess they were too shy to speak. So we are uh discussing the 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 industry's way in which they dress and the up and coming the up and coming uh independent circuit and the independent uh artists and the uh, that they produce right here on CSR radio. I'm your host, T J Jackson. This is a soul R and B chat. So keep it locked in right here, and we're discussing that. So if anybody has any opinion on that, the phone number is 661-467-2407, and press 1, please. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got another song by Taiwan that we can check out. He's a hell of an independent artist, and uh, it's called Victim of Love.
And you are back on CSR Radio. I'm TJ. This is the inaugural show, the Soul R&B Chat. Are you looking to dress to impress? The Lansing's House of Style is for you. Located at 1120 Suite 7 in the Logan Square Shopping Center at South MLK. Ask for Shotgun to receive 10% off. Tell them you heard it on Hello, Hello, Yes. Soul R&B Chat on CSO. I'm TJ. My co-host Al is on assignment. He will be uh, hopefully soon. If he was back from his assignment, he'll be on the next show. So I appreciate you joining in and listening. And I'm having a great time talking about intellectual property and the independence versus the, the standard business and the contracts they sign. And that last song, excuse me, Cunningham, but to my love, not Taiwan's victim of love. My mistake. So we are here. Let's go a little further with this conversation. And let's listen to, uh, you're listening to CSR Radio. This is the Soul R&B Chat, discussing what we need to discuss about the music industry. So if you have anything you want, you can call in at, at 661-467-2407. 661-467-7. And press 1. And here we are. Caller, who are you and where are you calling from on CSR? I guess we lost that caller. <laughs> so let's get back to it. I would like to know, uh, or other people would like to know, um, how the industry does this and the unscrupulous practices of, of legally owning someone's intellectual property. And that's the hard on about not the whole industry, but, you know, the majority of the industry is like that. Uh, and uh, just like when Prince was writing Slave on his face because he was fighting with Warner Brothers, Michael Jackson had a fight with uh, uh, Epic. And, uh, you know, they uh, with our, our digital network and the World Wide Web and people having home studios and people being able to produce their own music digitally and getting it out. Like I said, some of the new artists, a lot of them are going that way. And then there's some of the older artists who are established veterans of the music industry who have had countless hits. They're going that way also. So intellectual property. So uh, who do you uh, call her? Uh, are you there, caller? And where are you calling from? Yes, I am. How are you doing, sir? This sounds like a good friend of mine. <laughs> hey, got you. Hey, how's life treating you? Guys, treat me good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Billy Tappan from CSR Radio's Chat Real. Billy and friend. Hello, Billy. How are you doing there, TJ? I'm yes, doing real good. Enjoying so the conversation. Good. Yes, enjoying the conversation. Oh, yeah. So, yes. Yes. So, um, I text you um, some information, but um, outside of that, go ahead and continue. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I was discussing the fact that uh, how the industry treats artists and how they can own a person's intellectual property without even having anything to do with it, just by the signature being on a piece of paper or a contract, you know, and uh, the royalty situation, you know, you pay these people uh, a point, which is basically a penny a point, or if you sell a million dollars worth of records, you get a, a penny you know, times a million, <laughs> you know, the record company ends up owning, you know, the majority share of the music and the money, which I don't understand because right. the artists do all the work. 
you know, those executives, let's be honest, there's not the majority of them do not do anything like this. It's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There are very few, if I think any, musicians on the board of directors of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I, no, I, you know, I just, it's just that I know. I'm just flabbergasted at, at this day and age, you know, with all that's going on. And I understand that that being an artist, you this is your passion, this is your life, what you want to do in life, you know, but that doesn't give them the right to take advantage of that. Really, that's all I, you know, right. all, all I'm trying to say. You know, I, you know, the artists, they're the ones, they're the ones out there, you know, beating down the, the, the hatches and, 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 you know, doing the footwork, putting in the time. You know, basically like building a car at GM, you know, the line workers make the cars, you know. So, you know, the artists are like the line workers. You make the cars, you're the artists. You know, come on now. We've got to have a fair shake. You know, everybody. Well, in the earlier years, you know, it was in the earlier years, it was really not discussed as much, and people were not aware of it. And if you're naive to certain situations, these things happen. And uh, you had very very few people in the business like Sam Cooke that was knowledgeable enough to realize that he had to keep his own publishing. And, uh, of course, you know, he can. Uh, but he was one yeah. amongst um, uh, Ray Charles. Ray Charles was another one that actually oh. controlled all of his publishing. That was his deal. And he was a fascinating uh, artist. Um, he was very creative. Um, he was the type of artist that could do all genres. And that's a hard thing to do. I mean, people would tell him that, well, you can't do this and you can't do that. He would show them wrong every time. So, yes, well, you know, these are the country. things. But, but yeah. now, now it's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it because I think the independents are starting to wake up and realize that there's another way. They can do it themselves. And this trend started in the 90s with cash money. Cash money was probably one of the first ones that were out there they were selling their stuff from out of the trunks of their cars and, and getting them numbers. So they were able to go so to the record companies yeah. and actually set up shop no limit. without giving away everything because they got the ball yeah. run, rolling on them. P, Master P was another one at no limit. Yes. No limit yes. record. Yeah. But he had a strategy. And that's the thing. Now in today's world, it's much more easier because you have pods. You have everything going right now that can change the whole equation um, and getting these artists the recognition they need, and they can see that they can do it themselves. They can they can get the money that the record companies is getting by, you know, going on their own and finding a home like CRS, you know, to be able to come in and, and, and showcase their talent. So we have built, we're building a great structure of, of shows for everybody that's out there that will be able to relate. So we're coming with more shows. This is a new one, and congratulations to uh, my friend here, T.J. Jackson, on uh, his new um, addition <laughs> to the show. So you're uh, well, well, doing a great I, job. Yeah. At this time, uh, so I, we're going to listen to another song. Oh, go ahead, Billy. I'm sorry. No, go you're ahead. good. Uh, no, yeah. I was just At saying, this time, you know, going to listen to, uh, I'd like to listen to another song by Taiwan entitled Facing the Sky. Keep it tuned right here. CSR Radio, the Soul R&B Chat with T.J. Jackson. We'll be right back after this music. Yeah. I know the uh-huh. rock made it. I love it. I'm trying to keep my face in the sky. But we got I am a role model. It's just the 
as artists coming up, um, being able to fight them. Um, this is these uh, these contracts um, are only legal if you sign away on them. They're not legal if you're negotiating. You're a good negotiator, um, or you have a brilliant attorney that can give you more far as points are concerned. Because the average singer is not going to get more than a point or two, maybe three. And as you go on, if you become, if you're producing, if they allow you to do that, then you get another point for that. You know what I'm saying? So you can have a point or two for that. Writing is another point. So you can probably get up to about, I don't know, maybe depending on what you're doing. And a lot of times um, the labels will not allow you on your first album to ask them because that's all free money for them because you signed, you know, signed away, you know, so you don't own your name. You know, like if you're using your name, um, like for instance, I use my stage name. So for any record company, they would own that. Now I can go out and and be a a silent artist and say, my name is, is uh, Jojo Black and, and I can be right. producing a lot of people on JoJo Black. But in in essence, I'm getting some publishing royalties off in that project. But I can't do anything underneath Goldie Love. You know, there's two different entities. And people that use their names, they actually own that name. You know, so that's why people have to be very careful in terms of how they they enter, enter the business. You have, You must know what you're doing. You know, I would never personally use my name um, on any um, situation that being, uh, you know, uh, movies, you know, um, records, anything like that. I'd always use another name, yeah. you know, so that's yeah, how you, I you, get around a lot of that. Right. You mean your, your as, as we say in the hood, the government name, you're not talking yeah. about your stage name, right? Right. Okay. Well, the stage name, yeah. they own that. They'll own that. You see what I'm saying? So if I sign and say, you know what, you know, this is my stage name. All right, that's the name you're going underneath. They're going to own that name. Okay, they're going to own that name until it comes a point in time, whatever your contract says, um, to tell it could be in eternity, depending on how your your contract structure. But uh, if a person's using their real music business or in in the film business, it's like you don't own it. You don't own your own name. So that's why people have to really be careful in terms of how they're putting their their uh, structure together and have some of the best um, attorneys they can get that is not a part of that whole scenario because they're so connected. The industry is so connected with the attorneys you know, the attorney's going to be in more of a favor. They're going to make make it look like they're in your corner, but they're actually working, your own attorney's working with the label. So it makes you look like you're getting a great deal, but at the end of the day, when you go over your, your contract and you start seeing the residuals come in, it's going to be a totally different story. You know, you've actually been sold out. So you have to know, people like Prince and them, they had to learn. Michael Jackson had and once they really right, got it right. down, they actually, you know, outwitted um, the, the companies. Like Warner Brothers, Prince got out of that, started doing his thing and making his own money. Where he slipped up at is going back to the label, which was a setup. Yeah. 
You know, just like with Michael, right. Michael's situation was a setup as well. You know, Michael, when he said things about um, the president of, of uh, Sony, that was the biggest that actually wrote his death ticket because when they found out he owned uh, all of the majority of, of Sony, they weren't even aware of it. All of his library that he's had, he had bought everybody. Yeah. He had Elvis Presley. He had um, he had the Spice Girls. He had everybody you can think in his catalog. The Beatles. Yeah. Beatles. Yeah, he had a lot. He had a lot. I mean, he had gave, uh, I think he had, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Little Richard. Uh, Little Richard had, yeah. and he gave Little Richard his publishing back out of yeah. all of the stuff that he had. So he um, he outwitted him. And he was smart, but he was in that business since he's a kid. You know, so when yeah. Prince wouldn't yeah. go back, yeah. I mean, when Prince went back, that was a prime time for them to get him out of the way. You know, so they can go ahead because his sister was on drugs at one time. I know right. She probably cleaned herself up now. But, you know, they're looking yeah. at the fact that, okay, he doesn't have anybody really overseeing his stuff. So if something accidentally happens to him, then, you know, we can go in and get that publishing back. You know, so that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Because when you have people that don't know anything about the business, and Prince actually had – he had worth. He had about at least a hundred years worth of material because that's all he did was record. And uh, yeah. they went in there and offered them a number. So, in essence, they can play Prince all day long, every day for the next hundred years of his material. Yeah. And you think by any chance that they found him dead in his place by itself when they seen him on film? On this footage, because he had cameras out in front of his place. They showed him after right. he came back right. yeah. off the concert yeah. riding his bike. So we're assuming that he was going, after being sick, we're assuming he's going to uh, get his prescription filled, the assumption. Then he comes back, and then, you know, they find him dead. And it what puzzles yeah. me about that is that why I don't think he was there by himself. Let's put it that way. You know, there has to be somebody there because he probably had somebody that served his food for him. So somebody right. had to be there. You know, it's a big enough place for him to be by himself, but I can't imagine yeah. him to be by himself without having anybody around maintenance or, you know, um, the purple people that did his um, food for him. I just can't imagine that. So that's oh, just yeah. my, my thought. Yeah, so that's why you can't go on this, this business backwards. You got yeah, to be on you got to have your eyes open because they yeah, were definitely, the you know, right. I hate be, the fact because that because this is uh, the thing. Yeah. This is the thing, TJ. What they do in a test, they see they want to see exactly what you like. That's what they use against these artists. So if you go into the parties, they're going to take you to the mansion party. If you're really somebody that they really want, they're going to take you to the mansion party to see what your livelihood is. Okay, he likes to smoke weed. He likes to party with the girls. You know, you're seeing everything at these mansion parties. You're seeing all kinds of crazy right. stuff going right. on in them side rooms. So they find out exactly yeah, what your livelihood is. And they use that. They use that whole situation. So once they kept being filmed, you know, everything's being filmed wherever you're at. 
and they use that against you. So once you want to try to get out of an agreement and say, I want out, you know, and they show you this stuff that they're going to expose you with, then you have to play their game. So that's why you have to be very, very careful in terms of anything to that nature that's going to expose you to whatever your livelihood is, whatever your livelihood is, whether it's women, whether it's drugs, all that is a part of the whole plan of the end. And that's how they trap you. These people are not in these situations as far as artists. Majority of, majority of them are not happy because they can't get out. And if they do get out, they're getting exposed. That's why a lot of these, these rappers you're seeing right now that's coming out exposing themselves as being gay and all that kind of stuff, you know, right. I mean, that probably was not in But they're like, well, look, and I'm just going to go ahead and expose it because they're going to expose it anyway. And they just ride with it. And some people will not. Some people are like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go along with the situation, and hopefully one day it will go away. But as long as somebody has your material and they have you on film, they can own it. That's the bottom line. Well, yeah. I, uh, so, that's what I was saying earlier. When I, they don't have any scruples. You know, and I understand, you know, people are in business to make money, but you got to have some uh, fairness, scruples. You know, you got to have uh, integrity. And these people don't have any integrity, you know, none at all. When they do stuff like that, you know, just just for the almighty dollar. OJ said it, you know. Yeah. Well, it will never change until – because there's no, there's no reason other than just being totally wicked. Because to me, it's not really about the money with these people. It's about the power. That's what it's about. So the more, the more you are able to uh, apply – to your artists or whatever, the more power you get. And that goes with politics, too. Politics goes the same way. You know, it's like the elites up there, and they feed these congressmen and senators money to do their bidding. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they go in and lie to you at the beginning of their campaign about what they're going to do, and they get in there and do just the opposite. And they're not working for you. They're working for – and I say this to people all the time. They couldn't control Trump because Trump has his own money. So he was trying to do the right thing, so they're throwing everything at him right now. But that's okay. That's all right. But you got to look at which situation is better, Trump's world or the world we're in right now, that one has to look at. Then you draw your own conclusions to, okay, I think we were in much better shape when Trump was in there because there's no wars. There's no wars. And we didn't have these outrageous gas prices and things of that nature. So people that control the, the – it's all about the power for them. They step on us like an ant. They don't care. We have to be the ones to wake up and say, okay, we're done. You're letting 1% of the – run the masses, and they're doing what they can to kill off the masses because they don't want these many people on the planet. And who are they to judge anybody? They're not God, but in this world they are. So we as a whole have to wake up and say, we're not going to tolerate 1% of the people. That's, you're talking about 300 families, man, 300 families, tops, maybe 500, tops. We're letting them control us and puppeteer us on a day-to-day basis with their fake narratives. You know, I think not. So people yeah. have to wake up. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You got to wake so, up, people. 
wake up because it's a new day. Yeah. It's a new dawn. It's a new yeah. world order. And I keep telling people that. you got to be able to. That's uh, what it's going to do. No, that's the thing about it. Is, and, and there's no more integrity anymore, Billy. I mean, people are just they act like they've lost things on stage. You know what I mean? I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. About it. But, uh, well, uh, back to the you heard industry. about. Well, you heard about Jamie Foxx, right? Jamie Foxx is in. Oh, yeah. He was in the really? Hospital. Critical yeah, condition. Jamie was in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's he, what I heard. Yeah, he's he's not doing very well, mm-hmm. and they don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the least. See, all this is mm-hmm. part of their plan. You know, yeah. you think these chicken like- farms that was burnt, that were burnt up was an accident? You think these train derailments were actually, they're trying to wipe out people a little by little, you know, and it's yeah. going to get worse. So because like, uh, everybody, go ahead. Yeah, but everybody is just sitting back and just partying and doing everything under the sun and not paying attention and thinking that this world is going to stay the same way. It's not going to, it's not going to be the same way unless you do something about it. They're coming with everything with us. They're coming with this, 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 um, uh, these machines, these robots, everything. They're cloning stuff. They're coming with everything that is totally against um, God's will. And you know, the people think this is just so great. You know, it has Siri and stuff like that. You can ask questions. These machines are going to turn on mankind. And the the Bible even states, you know, when you start getting all this advanced technology, you know, you can do it one or two. You can use it for good or you can use it for bad. But they always set things up first and foremost to make it look and it turns around to be something bad because they have, they have a diabolical mind. When you have a diabolical mind, you have no good intentions whatsoever. So we have to come together, the world, because it doesn't only affect the United States. It affects the whole world. Yeah, global, we're a global, we're a global economy now, and it's the new world order. And uh, you have to, you got to watch. You know, everybody's got to watch every everybody else's back. Because if you don't, the powers that be will have you. Need to be committed. You know, I mean, they they run yeah. a game. They run a game. They play the game better than uh, Bobby Fischer and Boris Spatsky when they played for the the chess world championship in '72. Yeah. And they said that was one of the yeah. greatest chess games ever. And these people are playing, yeah. this stuff's chess. I keep telling people, life is chess, not checkers. So you have to it get is. it together. Yeah. And, and you think yeah. for one oh. minute they're doing something to help us? No, they're not doing anything to help us. They are diabolically corrupt, corrupt, innocent. That's why when us at CRS Radio, we're trying to make a change step by step to allow people to have a platform to be able to speak because look at how they got situations now you can't say anything about anything anymore you tell me that's not a, a, a part of socialism right. a big part of it mm-hmm. united states yeah, is based because, uh, on freedom of speech right yeah we're yes, based on freedom of speech mm-hmm. but so how but also now that really that, comes freedoms but there's also consequences for your freedom of, freedom of speech too you know if you're willing to if you're willing to speak truth to power but you have to be willing to accept it. And the reason why a lot of these people don't, Billy, is because they don't, they're afraid to, to accept the consequences. I mean, it's okay like well, Colin Kaepernick. He did it, and look what happened to yeah. him, you know. 
now all the all the other they were spread to all the other professional sports. The basketball team was wearing T-shirts with Black Lives Matters on it. The WNBA, you know, the NBA and uh, football, baseball, uh, you know, soccer, all that, you know. But when Colin Kaepernick did it, oh, 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 the, the world's gonna fall apart. We're gonna sink into a sinkhole. It's gonna disappear. I was like, well, dude, he's just stating the obvious and giving the truth. He's speaking truth to power. You know, he accepted the consequences of his action. They blackballed him, ruined his football career. And he was a competent quarterback. You know, well, this he was is a, a talented again, guy, competent quarterback. Once again, we are following the Leach playbook. Once again, we, this is supposed to be a freedom of speech country. And there should be, unless you said something that was going to have consequences behind, behind you saying that I'm going to go out and mass kill people then that's something different. You can't even do the stuff anymore that Richard Pryor and George Carlin used to do. You can't even do that. So you tell me they're shutting it down, and we're letting it happen. So how do you you go against that? Because it's a government right for the people and by the people. But they would have you say people don't want to deal with it, so they, you know, turn a blind eye to it. But I just wanted to say thanks for coming on, Billy. Yeah, no, I think at this time I'm going to, uh, we're going to let the readers, uh, readers, we're going to let the listeners on CRS Radio, ladies and gentlemen, CRS Radio and the Soul R&B Chat with your host, TJ. Let's thank Billy for coming on and, and, and talking with us today. We appreciate it on the inaugural Soul R&B Chat on CRS Radio. I have uh, one more Taiwan song I'd like to play for you uh, right now.
And we are back on CRS Radio, Soul R&B Chat, with your host, T.J. Jackson. Oh, it's been a great show tonight. I want to thank uh, my good friend coming on. He's the host of the Chat Reel with Billion Friends on CRS Radio, Monday night, 8 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. Join in and uh, check us out, and we'll have a great time. As a matter of fact, I'm one of the friends. <laughs> Uh, talking about the music industry and the integrity and the professionalism of the executives uh, during this time. I want to appreciate everybody for listening in. Uh, I am T.J. Jackson. You are listening to CRS Radio, the knowledge station. This is the Soul R&B Chat. We go on every Sunday, 8 p.m. to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Lock it in, and we will be here. Thank you very much. And enjoy all the rest of our shows on CRS Radio. And we're going to have Ty Wine play us out. Have a good time. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. I know the uh-huh. rock made it. I love it. We're trying to keep my faith in the sky. But we got an I'm searching for my quantum of solace in the mountain frolic. By the sense of how I'm with, flicking ashes out the ass and drowning. In the allure, heart pounding. Prepare my head for the crowning. For other rappers, my heat shower. This is my corner, peak rounded. See the fiends grounding. Poor families that need housing. Hungry mouths that keep smiling. But things valid to say how we keep grounded. Parents who spent up their pension. Can't find work in a prescription addiction. Dealing with masters and bachelor degrees. Ask me and Wendy, do I need my double stack that would keep my community foreign? Can't speak that language, we ignore them. Change has this world that I was born in. Sworn in under oh so many liars. I know his readers are all fucked by the writers that wrote. One nation under God, till it under the gun. Strange was done under the moon, just to sit in the sun. Burn a flag, break the constitution. Spread that money equally, fuck some contributions. Since we're rock made it, they say we all can do it. Hey, you talking stupid. You must don't see how lost you did it. Give me more than one. Lead a different way to survive Get my head out of the closet With my face in the sky Cleansing my soul Freeing those old ghosts You youngsters hit it At the wisdom of these grown folks That's to the OG the same as silence It's been brought to the end The loyalty that we thought was kind of Enters me No fear under the guillotine You swore my career Will fall in the ravine They said I broke the atmosphere Now I orbit earth You gon' find God And try to join the church I'm ancient with this art of living Ancient with the motion I make it hard to be mirrored Flying my senior, giving life to these dreamers When the job's dirty, you stand tying for the cleanup Better than bullets wailing for my wolves assailants Condemn your home, you'll die from roof impalement It's a million ways besides death for each race to see That we can reach each other's success Walking from the store to get you shot with your hands uh-huh. on my mother's fear. A baby's 
get killed or put in handcuffs. Get black for a reason, embrace it, never reject it. Work twice as hard, they won't like it, but they'll respect it. Everyone isn't the same. Just choose your friends wisely, no compromise in your color, just to inherit nice things. Watch your own kind, they can meet just as evil. Once they see you come up, down, they will try to keep you. Keep, keep your faith in God, pray is your greatest weapon. The devil is very real, and you'll need his protection. God bless. God bless. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. 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 God bless. Please watch over my soul. Grab the wheel. I'll give you in total control. God bless. Protect us out here in these streets. We're against all laws and evil deceit. God bless. The child that can hold their own. Those who can, make sure they grab hold of the song. God bless. Yeah. God bless. God bless. God bless, please watch over my soul, grab the wheel, I feel you in total control, God bless, protect us out here in these streets, we're against all laws, even the seeds, God bless, the child that can hold their own, those who can, make sure they grab hold of the song, God bless, God bless, uh, let me talk to you, uh. God bless the white baby born in this world, protected, giving everything it needs so it'll never be affected by poverty, working two dead end jobs to feed four and father kids whose road to success are the streets. You'll be considered white trash if you aren't rich enough, lazy redneck who loves being hunting in pickup trucks, living in the trailer parks, mother on prescription pills, father beat you when he's drunk, your eyes roll while you eat your meal. School is a different monster, bullied by the prominent, middle class living is still considered a pile of shit. Groundhog day with the taunt and the hate, too young to deal with the turmoil you just want to escape, no one wants to listen, they tell you you'll be fine, but they don't know what's in your heart, what's really on your mind, now you're feeling the world's better without you, without you, the voices in your head are at an increased value, now you're all alone, reneging the events, crying your soul dry, feeling this is it, maybe if you died, then everyone would quit, suicide by a child, there's nothing worse than it, God bless, God bless, God bless, God bless, God bless, please watch over my soul, grab the wheel, I feel you in total control. God bless, protect us out here in these streets, we're against all laws and even the seed. God bless, the child that can hold their own, those who can, make sure they grab hold of the song. God bless, God bless, God bless, please watch over my soul, grab the wheel, I feel you in total control. God bless, protect us out here in these streets. We're against all laws, even the seeds. God bless the child that can hold their own. Those who can, make sure they grab hold of the song. God bless. God bless. We have to be careful how we nurture our youth. That gravitational pull has to become a push. Instead, as we model expected behavior, to program boys to become men. We have to push children in the right direction. Human nature will always have a strong force of attraction, but we have to be deliberate and intentional in displaying the true success in the way we provide real footprint of a man as primary attraction for our boys. God, God, God bless. Please watch over my soul. Grab the wheel. I feel you in total control. God bless. Protect us out here in these streets. We're against all odds to even the state. God bless the child that can hold their own. Those who can, make sure they grab hold of the song. God bless. God bless. White folks are fighting to keep what they got to get even more, and black folks are fighting to survive. And America don't give a fuck whether we make it or not. Yeah, obviously your people got a raw deal. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that just because the playing field isn't level, it doesn't mean you don't have every opportunity. You really believe that? Yes, I do. That's what makes America great. <laughs> See, what you don't realize, Reed, is it's two Americas. 
and we don't live in the same one. But you know what's interesting about that? That despite that, somehow, the two of us still ended up doing dirt. I mean, I know why I'm doing it. What I don't understand is why you.